Ah, yes, the episode I can't wait to actually release. Uh, We're talking today about the struggles of being a middle child. In case you don't know, I'm a middle child and I've suffered uh, silently and loudly for quite some time with this. But as a mom with a middle child, how is she supposed to handle it when the middle child's not feeling like they're getting what they're supposed to? Hello. I understand. My mom's got some advice and let's see if you agree today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Yeah. Hi. Welcome to this uh, Thursday show. It's September the 7th. Happy to have you here. This is our still daily podcast that we do with my mom every single day uh, until the end of the month where we're going to switch then to two days a week. And we'll talk more about that later on the show today. Uh, Three principles is what this show is based on. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Uh, I'm trying something that may seem kind of crazy to save money. I don't know if you guys have tried the same thing or not, but I got an uh, email from my power company to say, hey, by the way, today's like a a money-saving day where if you just use less power, we'll pay you, you know, you'll give you some credit on your bill. And I'm like, well, you know me, I like to save money the best I can. So it started at two o'clock. It's 2.30 right now. I turned off my air conditioning at two and I am miserable. Like it is so hot in my house right now. I'm like, is this even worth it? Is this worth yeah. a couple of dollars that you're going to save just because you can, I mean, y'all know me. I want to do anything to save any, any kind of money I can. But like, damn, I'm going to sweat through this whole entire episode. If I, if I pass out, if I get quiet for too long, I, I literally am having a heat stroke. Oh, so forgive me as I'm trying to save a couple of bucks. Mm, wow. That's um, crazy. Never heard of it. Well. Does anybody feel like they're turning into a, or maybe you're not turning into, but do you ever, anybody think that they resemble a character on TV? Mm. Like, mom, could, do you think of like one character that maybe you, like you remind, like if I, if you had to compare me to a, a, a uh, oh. yourself to a, a character from television or a movie, is there anybody that comes to mind that you think um, of? Well, I've been told by um, two or three people that Diane Cannon reminds them of me. Who's Diane Cannon? I don't know who no. that is. You don't remember her in Father of the Bride? I don't. She was Diane Cannon. Yeah, and now she's on Is that, it the way she yeah, acts or the way she looks? No, she was in that show that we watched when I was in Baltimore about the, um, you know, the ones that love Tom Brady. The Brady, whatever they were. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. She was the, um, how do I describe her? And they were all older. She was (laughs) the one with straight hair, I guess. Um, And and why, why her? Why do you, why do you think that? I'm Uh, not talking about looks, but I'm talking about like personality type. Yeah. I'm not quite sure, really. I don't know. But other than that, I'm not, I've not really thought of myself as anyone. This weekend, (laughs) y'all, I had a really hard realization. And tell me if I'm wrong. That I literally am turning into Joey from Full House. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm like, why do you say that? Not like, not the most flattering <laughs> character to like realize that that's kind oh, of like gosh. who you're becoming. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like uh-huh. nobody, nobody's a kid. Like a spot. Like nobody wants to be. Like, like make me Uncle Jesse. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Jesse, super hot rock uh-huh. band. You uh-huh. know, like, uh-huh. um, uh, <laughs> uh, hot wife. 
kids, you know, like <laughs> good looking guy. Even Danny Tanner, we're talking full house here, obviously. Uh-huh. Danny Tanner, you know, like host a, a popular television show, really clean, yeah. clean guy. Yeah. Got a, uh, got some great daughters oh, and stuff like that. would love to be Danny Tanner. But nobody in the world <laughs> wants to be Uncle Joey. <laughs> wants to be Uncle Joey. <laughs> Why do you think that? Okay, so yeah, there's a meme that I saw. And I I posted it on my Instagram. And the second that I posted it, I said, wait a minute, I'm basically turning into this man. And the meme just has a picture of him. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing like a, you know, a crazy colored shirt with a blazer on top of it. He's got like a fedora. And he's doing the, uh, there's a, a couple seasons, if you don't re- remember, where, where Joey from Full House was a puppet had a puppet Mr. Woodchuck right oh yeah and it, he's got it he's got the <laughs> it's a picture with him <laughs> with the, with the Mr. Woodchuck right mm-hmm. and and the quote on the on the meme says nothing about this man made sense and it's true oh. so then I started thinking about <laughs> about my own life uh-huh and I'm like I think I'm slowly turning into this man okay and, me, and you're like well what do you mean like it doesn't really mm-hmm. what about him well He's a middle-aged man uh, uh-huh. with with no with no relationship. Uh-huh. Um, if you remember, this man had a large collection of toys mm. in his home. Uh, he uh, also lived in the basement, right? Uh, where, uh, in case you don't know, I also have spent many years <laughs> living in basements. <laughs> he had a, uh, a a radio show. If you don't remember, he oh, for a couple of gosh. years he was a radio show host. That's uh, right, and and literally just had no real purpose in life. You know what I mean? <laughs> had no real like was a a big kid. He was always the fun guy, though. Yeah, but like not that, that it's fun when you're when you're ten and you're watching this show. You're like, wow, what a fun guy, right? Yeah. But when you're forty <laughs> and you're thinking about like who you've turned into. <laughs> From television, <laughs> Uncle I Jesse just, is not who you aspired to be. I, I, well, let me ask you this: Who would no, you Jesse, aspire? Jesse would have oh, been. Jesse, yeah, no. Joey. Joey. It's Joey, Joey that I'm concerned yeah. about. Y'all, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally like one step away from like shoving my hand up a puppet's ass and doing like a public <laughs> access TV show. <laughs> I mean, I would say, I would say, a podcast oh, is okay. today's day and age. Of a public access television show. It's about the same notoriety, right? So I suppose. <laughs> when you really put put all these things together, let me see. I actually made a list of things. There's something else though that I can't talk about. It's it's like part of this whole future announcement thing that we're talking about, but it also reminds me of his uh of his life. Mm-hmm. Um it's really there's so many similarities. Mm-hmm. Um let me see. I made this list. Where did I put that list? So I want to make sure I'm not missing anything about what I, the comparison between <laughs> these guys. But really, I was just thinking he has no, like, no, he, he's got way more toys. He has like more toys than he has dates. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, what did I do with that list? Um, mm-hmm. And I, that, that alone is concerning to me. Uh, in <laughs> case you don't know, I have uh, been spending a lot of time with toys recently. I never thought about him as an individual. I just always thought of him as part of the family unit. Well, that's the thing. Nobody, nobody, because nobody wants to see him take him seriously. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Like he Uh was never a serious character in the show because this guy is a, is a mess. 
Yeah. <laughs> this guy's life is, is awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much my list. Um, <laughs> I, is, I mean, one of the things we, we we're just not talking about quite yet, but I'm like, damn, I'm, I've literally become, I've literally become uncle Joey and I've got to like, <laughs> I gotta like get my life together about that. What character would I have liked to turn into? There's, I mean, yeah. literally any other character on the face of television, I think I would have rather become than Uncle Joey. Can you think really? of a less flattering character to turn into from like popular mm. '90s sitcoms mm. than Uncle Joey? Like anybody yeah, on Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> even Pee Wee Herman. Because here's the thing: Pee Wee Herman went like all the way in. You know well, what I mean? True. Like at least Pee Wee <laughs> Herman did. like like owned it, and he wasn't uh-huh. trying to live in like some half reality, half weird. Like, he was just weird, and he lived in a weird house, and he talked to, he talked to the furniture. Like okay, <laughs> owned it, owned it a hundred percent. Uh huh. But I'm not talking about like sitcoms. I'm talking about like like sitcoms how about, alone. How about Kramer on Seinfeld? Still, I think would have been better. Really? At least, I mean, because he just lived his Talk life. about a mess. I'm not talking about like racist who he actually became, right? But I'm talking about the character <laughs> yeah. itself. Yeah. God, who, who would have been worse? Who would have been, would have been worse to him? Because here's the thing. Like, at least he had his own place he lived. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, and well. I don't really know Seinfeld that well. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I know he had his own place. Yeah, And he had, a, he had a stable, a stable job, I think. Um, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly and yeah. he had like, he had friends, you know, yeah. didn't sit around mm-hmm. playing with puppets. I still think, <laughs> I still think Joey's worse. I still think Joey's worse. Is there anybody, honestly, and we can talk about this on the certified fans page. <laughs> like, is there a worse, like, like to, to, when we're talking about like in 90 sitcoms and obviously don't talk about like Steve Urkel or like, like any, like the kids. Cause like Steve Urkel, I think Steve Urkel would have grown up to be a pretty, outstanding human being but i'm talking about like yeah. the adults you yeah. know like yeah. let's talk about some other uh, other shows like step by step like all those all mm. those families were they had their stuff together you know what i mean mm. like they were all true pretty decent family uh you know cosby show i mean you know other than bill cosby being a total creep in real life <laughs> still the character huxtable what was his name Huck, he's yeah. a doctor that's you know? right he was uh-huh. a uh-huh. an upstanding doctor which really really did not imitate uh, reality at all. Mm-mm. Uh, what other, I can't, what other, let me see, let's, let's type in, I'm going to, I just want to Google this. Hang on. Nineties sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this is so, uh, home improvement. Tim Allen had a, te- oh. a very successful television show, had a family, oh, boy, had a wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> blossom. I'm going through some more. The nanny. I don't really know the nanny that well. Um, blossom. I don't know that one. Uh, Boy Meets World. Everybody seemed fairly normal on there. Mm-hmm. I really think. I, I think just by just just glancing through these, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Uncle Joey's the absolute worst character that uh, there could have been. And trust me, even when I when I when we can talk about some some big news coming up soon, you'll really be like, "Damn, dude, it <laughs> happened!" Like you. <laughs> And I loved him as a kid, you know, like I was a fan. Yeah, exactly. I was a fan, but uh, that's not who you want to be. It's, it's like who you want to be when you were a kid. Right. But then you realize the guy's life is actually in shambles and you don't actually <laughs> want to be that once you, once you get here. He, he's a, an, um, a 10 year old. Yeah. He's a lifelong 10 year old. Yeah. Scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of scary, and this is, we're going to take, take a turn here for a second because I want to okay. have an honest conversation. Something that's kind of freaking me out right now. Okay. And I read this headline 
last week. We just haven't had a chance to get to it yet this week, but I kind of want your two cents on this. And this can, this is obviously for my mom, but like any woman with children, I want to know if you agree with this study. And honestly, it doesn't really matter if you agree or not, because the facts are the facts here. And it's kind of, (laughs) it's like, got me kind of freaked out. (sighs) New fathers Mm. take about two years to be happy in their marriages again after the birth of a child. Mm. New fathers take about two years to be happy in their marriage again after their first child. So research, this is done over in Germany. Researchers surveyed 600 fathers and found that while first-time dads need two years to recover their happy relationships, the, the, the time period shortens to two months after their second-time dads. So obviously, it, it gets better as you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this quote from this, it's from the Daily Mail, by the way. Uh, it said, similar to first-time mothers, first-time fathers seem to experience strong relationship satisfaction decline. Couples become parents for the first time should be prepared for expected changes in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, as Uncle Joey, <laughs> I got to tell you. You don't um, want to share your toys. I don't. I can see why there would be. <laughs> that that honestly, and if we're, if we're being serious for a second, like that, mm-hmm. that scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a, I don't, I don't know if I'll be a dad or not. I don't have a vasectomy yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're getting closer and closer with headlines like this. <laughs> two years, two years it takes dads to get back on track mm-hmm. after the, the, the birth of their first child until the, until they are, you know, satisfied in their relationships again. Mom, thoughts on that? Do you find that to be true? Did you find that to be true with us? What do you think, what do you think there is to that? Because as somebody f- looking from the outside in, I don't know that I would want to spend two years being unhappy Mm. in a relationship. I mean, I already was, I can tell you it was, it was awful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Thoughts, thoughts on that, on that survey. Um, I can believe that's true only because, you know, I don't know how long it took your dad. I don't remember that honestly, but I do know that, you know, for moms, moms feel differently towards their children, I think. I mean, we're birthing them mm-hmm. in general. I mean, some people adopt children, but, um, you know, we birth that baby and we've carried it, you know, for nine months. We're already attached to it. It becomes the most significant thing in our life. And, you know, the dad has to move over. I mean, Typically, I'm saying typically, and that's the way it was in our case, I know. I mean, I was all consumed with with all of you, um, you know, for several months. I think you'd have to ask him that. I don't know. Hey, does, I don't that, know. does that seem scary but I, to but you? I, um, well, not scary. I just think it's part of the reality is that you have to, especially if you're a jealous type, <clears throat> Um, well, two you know, years. It, you're you're telling me for more two, difficult. two years of my life, if I, I mean, were to become a father. It's an adjustment for, I mean, it is a huge adjustment when you have a baby for the first time. Everything in your life changes. Everything. Yeah. 
Absolutely everything. Do you think so that most guys as you've known it is different? And like we, I always, I always joke about this, right? And like right now mm-hmm. is like one of those times that I'm seeing it happen a lot because I just really want. I, I don't think that dads dislike their kids. I think dads love their kids very much. No, but I think of it's, course not. It's yes, just such in do. such a different different way. Yes. Uh, the moms love their kids. Like for example, it's back to school right now, right? Mm-hmm. And all of y'all, and I follow all y'all stuff, man. I see y'all on social media. We interact. All your moms are like back to school. Like, here's all my kids. Here's their first day of school. Here's their, you know, here's their mm-hmm. bus stop. Here's the this. Here's the that. Mm-hmm. I I don't see a lot of guys um, <laughs> posting that type of content right now, and it just it just makes me wonder. You know, it just really makes me wonder. Like, do most well, guys like like what? I don't know. It scares me. Like when I think I mean, when let's I see face it, the the woman still even today. It's still the main caretaker of the children, I believe. It's changed a lot. Yeah. Um, certainly since you all were kids, it's changed a lot. But still, I think overall, women are still the main caregivers of their children. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it makes, I mean, it's hard to make room for everything. I would love to have an honest conversation with this um, on the certified fans page or mm-hmm. if you want to call us or text us. I just, do you feel like your marriage got off track? Did you feel like your, we'll talk to females for a second. Did you feel like your male partners were like dissatisfied? Uh, and for how long, you know, like how long mm-hmm. did that, did that last? Because if I read something like that, it's like, I don't know. I've spent so much time and maybe I've become way too single and selfish, you know? Mm. But like, like, like saying, Hey, I want to do this. And like for the next two years, I'm probably going to be dissatisfied in life. Like that's hard, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That'd be a hard thing to like statistically look at and say at 40, Mm -hmm. I've I've spent a lot of my time, a lot of my life being unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I'm finally at a point where like, I'm I'm happy, you know, like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm pretty well, I mean, mean, I'm at least well content, you know, good enough. Which, yeah. which is, is rare for me. Even to be good enough is pretty rare for me. Mm-hmm. So like, man, at 40, would I even be making a mistake to like give up two years? Like if I was 22, okay, I got plenty of years ahead of me. Who cares? You know, 24, mm-hmm. I'll be back on track. But like at 40, 42, mm-hmm. 45, 47, mm-hmm. you know, like. Well, I think parenting in general will be different for a 40-year-old as opposed to a 20-year-old. And why do you say that? Well, because you're more mature. You're also more set in your ways. I don't know that I'm more mature, actually. I think I'm actually getting less mature. I think there's a bell curve there for a while uh, <laughs> where I went up in my 30s. I got pretty mature. And then slowly but surely, I'm <laughs> reverting back to childhood. Oh, you know, they say how like, like adults like become kids again, you know? like like, mm-hmm. And it's usually as you get like 80, 90 years old yeah, where like, you can't take care of yourself anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now, all of a sudden, I'm like… I'm much closer to that than you are. I'm 40 over here. Y'all, literally, just a side note really quick. So last night, um, I I literally sat here and was trying to figure out if I could buy I, – I was literally on the computer for about an hour, no joke, um, looking up how, if I could buy the replacement Lego sets for that – Oh, jeez. For that guy that sold me the Legos. <laughs> and like trying to figure out like how much that would actually end up costing. Oh, it would be worth geez. it. To like get the, all the replacement parts, I spent over probably I was I sat down about eight. And I went to, I was probably done about nine fifteen. And what's the conclusion? I, I don't have much of a conclusion yet. Um, oh, I, I, it, it looks like I could probably get about ninety percent of them. And is that really mm-hmm. worth it? If I was going to sell it, like I really I was I'm, I'm in I'm in I'm in deep, y'all. And it's not good, <laughs> it's not cute, it's not flattering. 
I'm wondering, you're like, wow, Kramer, you still like date all the time and like so many female options. And like now I literally sit here. Like, is this funny to y'all or is it sad? Because I don't know. If I listen, yeah, if I if I listen to this podcast, I don't know how I would feel. I don't know if I'd be like, oh, this is this guy's so zany. Like, what a what a what a crazy life he lives. I'm like, I'm I'm concerned. Like I'm really I mean, I'm fine, by the way. I'm not y'all y'all know me. I I talk very openly about my mental health, but I've I find more satisfaction in Legos than I do women right now. That's <laughs> there's probably something unhealthy about that. So, <laughs> all right, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay, it's interesting that this is our conversation today. It's from Brene Brown. You either walk inside your story and own it, or you stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. Whew. that is a powerful quote. So you're walking inside your story and owning it. <laughs> Am I? You, you know who you are? I guess. You're fine with who you are? Yeah. You talk about it? It's who you are? It's fine? It's good? Yeah, I don't know that I could have talked about this years ago. I don't know that I could Right. Or, or you're standing outside your story, whether you know your story or not, but you're trying to be worthy to others. <laughs> Right, to make yeah. yourself worthy part of me, and to feel worthy. Part of me kind of misses those days a little bit. I think I need to go mm. a little bit back to that direction, you know, to mm. really kind of care a little bit what people think about me. Mm. Um, well, it's not that you don't care about what people think about you. It's just that you're not, you have no shame now. <laughs> I mean, you're you're confident in who you are. Yeah, you're fine with who you are, and you are who you are. Yeah, period. yeah. I just don't know how I'm ever going to get my life back on track romantically at this point. Because <laughs> honestly, like staying home with the Legos has been a really a real joy. <laughs> um, it's really a lot, lot less drama. Yeah, you probably need to leave your condo more than you do. Yeah, I should probably go on a date at some point this year, maybe one, <laughs> just to like make sure I still got it. You know how you, you know, like crank your car every now and then if it's going to sit there in the driveway? See if just it crank still cranks. it mm-hmm. just to make sure it's still like, you know can still mm-hmm. do it. Like I think if a female talked to me nowadays, I don't even know what to say. I'd start talking about Oh hush. They wouldn't even know what to say. It'd be, yeah, it'd be sure weird. I'm quite sure you would. Uh, yeah, honestly it's it's there's nothing, there's no better skill that I have right now than just being okay with being who I am. I mean, mm-hmm. I pray that for you every day. And then mm-hmm. I think it, it's I, I don't know how much of it is like the work that I put in versus like just getting older. I think you just care less. Your circle mm-hmm. starts to become smaller and you you're okay with that. Cause I think when you're twenties, thirties, like you really want this big circle and how you want all these people. And I think with with me, I wanted all these listeners and like wanted to be the biggest radio show. Mm-hmm. And uh now I stay home and play with Legos. And it's just and I'm okay with that. You know, where I never like it, that wouldn't have had any kind of currency to me. And by this throw out the Lego thing for a second. Let's just be serious about this. Like I, I just, I, I, I just had to have the external everything, you know, like mm-hmm. it was all very, very, very important. Where now mm-hmm. I was thinking about the, one of the things that came up recently is the new iPhones coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually every year in September, they announce and release the new iPhone. Mm-hmm. And I remember how important that used to be for me to have the new iPhone. Now my iPhone now is three years old and not that it's that terribly old, but I'm like, do I still got another year in this thing? Like if I, mm-hmm. if I, if I can charge it, if I can find a charger every like three hours, I can possibly keep this thing going for one <laughs> more year. You know, <laughs> like my car is six, seven years old. Um, right. it's, it's 20, uh, it's 2017. So it's uh six years old. Uh, I'm not, you know, before I'd, I'd want a new car and I want everything, mm-hmm. you know, look at this and look at that. And now I just, I just want to be happy. I realized that my happiness was never 
it literally never, ever, ever came from any of that. That was just no. more of a, a treadmill that was like almost impossible to keep up with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it makes this job way harder. Um, it does. It really does make the radio job a lot harder because when you don't care as much, you don't like need everybody peering into your life as much anymore, thinking this mm-hmm. or thinking that, you know. And, you but, and you're not concerned about it. I don't care. I don't care. Because you're, you're standing inside your own story now, yeah. not standing on the outside, wondering how you appear. You can, uh, you can, all can look over here. trying to wear that facade. Look over here all you want. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all know exactly <laughs> what's happening in this house, and it <laughs> resembles an episode of Full House. Um, <laughs> today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. And I do... I credit BetterHelp with a lot of this growth that I've done. It's been one of the tools that I've used. BetterHelp is an online therapy platform, and it's it's awesome. And like, I know that you've been like me, where you've been like at a crossroads in your life, and you're not quite sure what path to take. And maybe it's a career change, or maybe your your, your relationship needs some work, or whatever. Well, therapy can help you map out your future and trust yourself to find the way forward. I mean. Therapy, you don't sit down a therapist and I didn't, I've never had a therapist in the last, I'd say 2011. Well, I, started, I actually went to a therapist when I was in Panama City. So I, whatever. For a long time now, um, I've never, I've never had a therapist tell me what to do. And they'll specifically even tell you, I'm not, I can't tell you what to do. That's not what I'm here for. Like I'm here to tell you, help you talk these things out. And that's why BetterHelp is a great benefit because it is so easy to use. I've, you know, I've been a paid customer off and on with BetterHelp now for three years and I, thoroughly enjoy it so if you're if you're thinking about therapy and you should be uh you should get better help a try it's online completely online it's, it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule and you can let therapy be your map with better help visit betterhelp.com slash kramer to get today to get 10 percent off your first month it's betterhelp help.com slash kramer when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, certified fans. Hi, thank you for another episode of Certified Mamas. Boy, really appreciate that. Certified fans contribute uh, six dollars a month to our show, and because of that, we're able to produce this podcast. Honestly, like we've been kind of talking about, um, and I said at the very top of this podcast, uh, we wouldn't be where we are today um, if it wasn't for certified fans. And we're really, really thankful for you. Coming up in October, I'm going to remind you guys every day because I guarantee you come. The first Monday in October, where there's not an episode, that you're going to be like, why didn't you say anything? I'm going to literally say, I literally mentioned every show in the month of September. Um, starting in October, uh, Certified Mama's Boy will uh, begin being released two days a week. Uh, one of those will be for everyone. And then there will be a second episode, which will be a Certified Fans Only show. Most likely Tuesday, Thursday is what I'm thinking. And uh, so it just know there's going to be a really big benefit for you to become a certified fan. Know that all the money that you contribute to our show goes into the production cost of the show. Um, I 
have been pretty transparent about our financial situations and where all the money is going. And I, you know, now that we're not going to be making ad money anymore, uh, then this, this show will be fully funded by people like you. So hopefully you'll consider becoming a certified fan, knowing that it is important. Uh, and you'll see the perks when you text the word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight fans to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. Uh, today we will shout out a certified fan. We don't have anybody new today. We had a bunch of people renew yesterday, which was great oh, because fantastic. I think you realize some of y'all thought that your accounts were still active and realized, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but we will shout out. We we do spend every uh, dedicate every episode to one person that really made this possible with you know the hundreds of certified fans we have all over the country. So uh, today is certified fan number one ninety three. And I had to shut off my computer earlier because my mom and I took about 45 minutes to get up today. Mm-hmm. So I've closed out my certified fans lift. What did I say, 245? No, 193. One, where, where are you, 245? <laughs> That's one, a ton. No. 90, yeah. 193 <laughs> is our certified fan of the day. So today we dedicate today's show to Jennifer G. Jennifer G. All the way coming to us from the lovely San Diego, California. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jennifer G has been with us now since September of 2020. We are very thankful for you. Thank you so much for your continued support, Jennifer. Almost three full years all the time. I hope that you're uh, you're coming with us to uh, our next chapter of Certified Mamas. Boy, hope you'll continue Mm -hmm. to support. Just know that like it wouldn't be we wouldn't have been able to get here today. Almost 800. uh, No, uh, 800. 900 episodes? I forget. 900. A lot of episodes uh, Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for if it wasn't for you. So let's give Jennifer G of San Diego a whoop whoop and a thank you so much for all of your support. Okay. Whoop whoop to Jennifer G from California. We're so grateful for you. All right. It is time. You can join us, by the way. Uh, and I, you know, it'd be a great time for you to hop in to get that bonus show coming up next month. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Cause like I always said, I'll produce this, this, uh, podcast as long as it's not a, a financial strain on me. And so you, as the, the backer of this, we can keep this show going. All right. Uh, we are going to do ask my mom. This is an advice segment. We do Tuesdays, Thursdays. If you ever find yourself in some type of dilemma, uh, maybe consider going to certifiedmamasboy.com and click contact us. Submit your dilemma of what's going on. My mom's been a mom now for 44 years. She's got some good advice most of the time. And she doesn't, I let her know it's not good advice. Um, <laughs> and then we as your, uh, your podcast family hop in with our two cents as well. So what's happening today, mom? Dear Mama Nancy, despite trying my best to give equal time to my children, my middle child understandably feels like she's being neglected. The problem is that all of her siblings are on sports teams that require a lot of time from the whole family. My middle child has a lot of interest But since none of them require us to participate, it seems like we don't support her as much. I've tried to make this up to her by providing any materials or equipment she needs to pursue her interest, but it's just not the same as investing our time. I'm stretched so thin in the time department, but I really want to let my middle child know we support her. What should I do? Uh Oh boy, I can't wait for Kramer to chime mm-hmm. in on this one. He's still yeah, the still mad neglected about middle mm-hmm. child at age 40. See, this is you why know, I turned out the way I did. I will tell you, though, um, you know, I have three children as well, as you all know, and Kramer is my middle child. And almost 
every parent I have spoken to that has three children says the middle child is always the one that feels like they get cheated somehow. So I say that to preface this by saying, if I, um, and, and I'm, I'm going to ask Kramer, of course, I'm sure he'll chime in on what could have helped. Um, but I would say maybe plan a night where she gets to choose her favorite restaurant or place to go. And all the family goes to do something that she's chosen to do. Um, or perhaps you could just spend some one-on-one time with her. I know that's hard. I hear, I hear you when you say you're stretched thin. And those sports teams are no joke. Um, you know, our kids didn't really play sports that much. But, oh, man, these traveling sports teams are full-time. So, um, yeah. So, Kramer, what do you think? Is that neglected middle child i'm trying to figure out why that is like why do why do we feel that way and in case you're new to our podcast i i've always said that like i i feel like the other two siblings get more attention but i don't really have like evidential proof of that you know like Mm -mm. and so i'm trying to figure out like why like like what it is so apparently in 1964 there was a guy that did um it developed a theory on the importance of birth order on personality development. And his theory claims that although children may be born into the same household, their birth order greatly influences their psychological development. They said the oldest is more authoritarian. No, authoritarian. There it is. And feels, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and feels all powerful due to the high expectations often set by their parents. And I would say that's that's exactly how I would say my brother probably feels. Right. Correct. The youngest child is treated like a spoiled baby and can Correct. never rise above the other siblings. Correct. And the middle child is even tempered, but <laughs> has trouble fitting in due to sandwich between a younger and an older sibling. Hmm. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know. I mean, I think that. First of all, I can't imagine I have three kids. Like that sounds like such a, a circus to have to manage. So any, any parents <laughs> of three kids, like that, that's got to be just a lot of different personality types. You know, it's just a lot. It's great. Um, I, yeah, I think you've just got to do like my mom honestly did. I, I know I give her shit, and I'm mostly joking because like I, I yes, I lived in the basement, but it was a, it was a furnished basement. It's very nice. Um, I, but my mom would always try to do things to make me feel special. Like mom, remember Walmart Wednesdays? I don't even remember exactly what it was, but like, you and I would go to Walmart on Wednesday and I don't, uh-huh. even, I don't even know why. I don't even uh-huh. know how to, like, how to, how to point to Just it. But, like, because you loved it and you would get to choose something that you love to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. so like, that's like something that I, I remember. And that was your time. But mm-hmm. I also do think that because again, I also wasn't, well, I was, in, I was in high school drama, but I didn't have a lot of like mm-hmm. ton of like outside extracurricular stuff going on, you know? And mm-hmm. most of the time I did like to be alone, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I've always kind of been more introverted than extroverted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that's it. I think my, my mom actually gave some great advice there, which is like, find Find the thing, you know, find mm-hmm. the thing and maybe maybe put more effort in there, knowing that that stigma's there. Like yes. find the thing that like makes them feel like they are, you know. Maybe even like God, I don't even know. Like if I, I was trying to think if I if I were to have three kids and I saw that my middle child was feeling that way, like maybe even point out the things that you're doing that are special for them, you know, of like, hey, mm. look at this. 
<laughs> we're doing this. <laughs> because you're special. Yeah, you know, maybe that's, y'all. You know, <laughs> that and this seems is, so phony. I know it does. But like, <laughs> maybe you would have to do that just to be able to. Help them recognize uh, it. Right, recognize yeah. it. So then they're like, well, you don't ever do anything special for me. Well, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. literally, we talked about this last week. Remember this, the Walmart trip? Which is mm-hmm. kind of funny in hindsight, because like just going to Walmart <laughs> shouldn't have been a real. Now that I think about it, that was probably just a shit. My, my brother probably got to go like, you know, test drive Ferraris, but I was over here, <laughs> just had to get shoved in a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can go my Walmart shopping trip with me. Oh, thanks, mom. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, it was your idea to go to Walmart. Probably. Online. <laughs> I've always loved saving money, y'all. It ain't never changed. It ain't it never hasn't ever no. changed. But I think maybe that's that's some good advice. Anybody else got three kids, or maybe you were a middle child, and you can like kind of articulate to that. You can call us. You can text us, and we'll talk about it over the certified fans page. Eight 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 Kramer eight. All right, mom, that's gonna do it for you today. I love mm, you. Okay, honey, love you forever. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I would really, really love for you to become a certified fan today. We're really trying to get those numbers up to uh, make us feel good about that transition into two days a week. And so if you're you know, a fan of this podcast, and again, I know also, also what's going to happen. You know, it's hard for me sometimes. And I've always had to do this. Like, for example, we announce a, a concert um, for the radio station, for a radio station I've worked at. And then like we don't sell a lot of tickets at first. And then by the very end, we sell a lot of tickets, right? Like day of. And I know that's got to be the same mentality here. I was... Um, I'm just hoping that we're going to see a bunch of people jump on board for certified fans and continue this podcast. Um, so if you're thinking about it, maybe today's the day. I'd love to shout you out tomorrow. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And um, you can go to the show notes of this podcast. You can go to certifiedmamasboy.com. I'm always here for you. If you ever need me, you know where to get me. And uh, if not, then I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.